got perspective, we got the crew, we got the muscle, and you know we have the rule. We are the geek crews, we are the geek crews, all right. We got the know-how, we got control, we got the knowledge, and we tell you how it rolls. We are the geek crews, we are the geek crews, all right. We are the geek crews, we are the geek crews, tonight. Hi there, this is 9 of 12. Just wanted to let you know what you're about to hear is most of the conversation that Ray and Linda had about LARPing while I was away in Las Vegas. A kind listener letting them know partway through that Linda's audio wasn't working. So rather than leave in Ray talking to herself and you without any context, (laughs) I went ahead and took that out. So that's why there's no intro, there's no catching up. This is going to be straight to the topic. And both of them talking, though, you're going to learn a lot about LARPing. There, that hopefully fixed it. Okay. Uh, Save, save Uh, the changes. There we go. I think. Yes. Uh, So part of that maybe have gone away, which is not great, but it's whatever. I'm a little sad if we lost part of that, but it's fine. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, like uh, blockbuster LARPs are high production. They usually are a story. Some can be a weekend long. Some are usually like more like a night or a day. Um, Several hours long. You play your character, you interact, and then, you know, that's it. And then usually, pre-pandemic, most of the LARPs I went to, uh, even if it was a blockbuster or a salon or a a boffer, we would have afters, which was generally just decompression. It was an excuse to get together talk about what we all just did and like fun character moments that others might have missed and just kind of geek out usually at like a 24-hour restaurant like an IHOP or a Waffle House or whatever we could find that would accommodate however many people so yeah so that was those were always fun Um, we haven't really gotten back to those post-pandemic which makes me sad just for the logistics of everything but yeah, but it's... I get it. Yeah, we, we're being safe. You know, we're trying to be anyway. And so some of us, you know, are doing smaller kind of get-togethers. Um, I know that the two LARPs that we are both in, um, they have a very active Discord. So we'll go on the Discord chat after game, and that's kind of a place to decompress and to, like... You know, geek say, out, geek post, out quotes. post quotes, post pictures, um, post, someone like awesome interactions that people had that, you know, wasn't necessarily something everybody saw. So somebody actually got a pretty good picture of my current after the end character. I'm very, pro- I'm very happy about that. Um, Ooh, are pictures up? <laughs> there, there are some pictures. Uh, India we literally posted. just had that game. Yes. <laughs> Yesterday <laughs> and Saturday and yesterday Friday. Oh. That all encompasses the weekend. It's okay. My brain is still rebooting from this weekend's LARP. It was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. But it, you know, it takes yeah. it, it takes a lot of brain power because you are pretending to be a whole ass other person. Um, you can act. <laughs> and you can act. Know how to be actors. Uh, I am uh, 
notoriously not what I would say particularly good at it. Oh. Um, I I but... tell I tell people that ask that to me if they're like you know what is LARPing I'm like well picture like improv theater meets a war game. Yeah, because I'm like. And I love LARPing because it attracts, like, all different types of people with, like, so it's, for me, it's easy to tell the people who are, like, maybe in drama mm-hmm. in high school or they're, and the ones who maybe were in music and the ones that were, like, former cosplayers who have transferred over. Like, it's very fun for me to pick the groups and see which are which because yeah. I, I, it's also kind of, like... I can talk a little bit about how I got started and you got started. Um, I, I mean, brief... we've, we, we've no. told, we've told these stories before, but you know, just as a kind of a brief thing. Like, yeah, we could go into it. To LARP. Yeah. yeah. Cause this was something I knew about because I loved Vampire the Masquerade, but I had not played Vampire the Masquerade. My mother actually bought the book and was the one who was like, we should get a game together, and then we never manifested a game. So, um, fast forward to my first Dragon Con, and my boyfriend, a, form- a theater former theater kid, uh, <laughs> and he's like, oh, they're doing vampire LARPing, and you've never done LARPing, we should do this. And I'm like, okay, sure, let's do it. Uh, so we go, and we sign up, and it's lots of fun, and I do not understand the rules because I basically got the very... I didn't get a good crash course. I got a this is LARPing, just act out everything, you're fine. And then I immediately... Which is sort of correct. (laughs) Sort of correct, but an hour in, I got into a combat situation and I didn't know what to do. So the guy's like, alright, well, I'm gonna stab you with this staff. So I'm gonna come around and swing as he's moving his arms. I'm just like, duck run and like hide at the bottom of the Hilton Hilton no uh, Hyatt Hyatt. <laughs> we were at the Hyatt then it was just a three hotel thing uh, at the bottom of the Hyatt and like just, do- just stop playing the- I think I'm still playing the game I am hiding now that is part <laughs> of the game right uh, but I literally don't come out of hiding for like almost an hour and a half because that's and then, like, one of the characters is like, oh, yeah, sorry, uh, I, I went ahead and intercepted that, so you're fine, and you can come back to, like, the main room if you want to now. I'm like, oh, okay. Is that, is that what we're doing? <laughs> is that how that works? All right. Uh, so it was, it was kind of weird, but it was also a con game, so they're a little... Con games are, are in, the, in and of yeah. themselves, a little wonky. Um... Like, like, later I did get the, the vampire... A salon LARP where you go to somebody's house and you're all his characters and, you know, did that whole thing or rent out a rec center and for a few hours and do it there. Um, and those were like my LARP experiences before the Boffer LARP, which yeah. at college we had a group um, that did Vampire LARP. But they also, like, some of those people also did Boffer LARP in the woods. I'm like, well, that sounds fun. I like going in the woods. I like the idea of hitting people with foam weapons. That sounds baller. But I don't know if I want to spend a weekend with you strange people that I don't really know. <laughs> so I, I literally, like, hung out with 
it was called Sword. It was students who occasionally roll dice. Was the name of the group. Aww. Uh, at KSU. Shout out. I'm not sure if you still exist, but uh, <laughs> and literally they had they would get together um, like just about after every day. I think there. Were, I remember. I think Wednesday was the big day that they would definitely have get-togethers after classes, so it was usually around 7 or 8. But I would hang out with them just to try and get to know them better and be like, until I felt the comfort level. I'm like, okay. And they were very patient and kind, you know. Oh, you know, what type of character you want to make? We'll help you make your character. We'll help you find a costume. We'll lend you some weapons. And I eventually got to that comfort level where I did go and uh, it was at Red Top Mountain, so that wasn't too far away from the house. That was like a 45-minute drive as opposed to some of the others, which were an hour and a half to two hours. Mm-hmm. And I had a great time. <laughs> I came back. <laughs> so, and I never stopped. <laughs> which is opposed to my experience. So, I actually, um, I was not super aware of the gaming community. I was pretty sheltered growing up. And that's, you know, nothing saying against my parents. Most games I knew about were, like, card games. Um, (laughs) So I get to college, and my roommate, uh, my freshman year, actually got into a and d group. And what was funny is that um, she knew I liked to draw, like, I was super into drawing at that point, so I actually helped her draw out what her character looked like, and then the other players liked it so much that a couple of the others asked me to help them draw their characters. So, like, I drew one, uh, hers was a bard, um, we were, we were all music students, so I'm like, of course she was a bard. Um, and, <laughs> and then, like, one of them was a dwarf, but he was clean-shaven, it was funny, um, but anyway, so I didn't really understand, like, like I drew their characters the way they described them, but I only, was only kind of tangentially aware that it was, like, connected to D&D, and I was like, oh, that's neat, you know, it's a, mm-hmm. it's a, um, fantasy game that, that's interesting, but I was like, I don't really have time to do, like, a weekly gaming thing, I have a lot of homework, because I'm in college, uh, <laughs> uh, but one of the guys that was playing was like, hey, I think you would really like LARPing. And I was like, okay, what's that? And he was like, actually, specifically, he didn't say LARPing. He said, I think you would like Solar. <laughs> Which Solar oh. is a little bit of an infamous one in our community, but... <laughs> I, I did skip my, my one Solar experience, but yes. But it, it's... You know, he's explaining, like, everything that's going on. He's telling me stories about him and his character and, like him doing monstering and I was like okay and he was like we will you, you come in you can monster for a game see if you like you need NPC and I was like oh, I don't know I don't know because you know it's in the middle of the woods I'm very much an indoor cat um and I just bunch I wasn't people you don't know a bunch of people I don't know I, I know like one person and I was just like so I kept hemming and hawing and then like two weeks later I meet a lovely person named Christine and I forget why I was at her at her dorm room because she was on main she was dorming on main campus and I was dorming on uh, the music campus 
because we had two separate campuses for like the fine arts and then the main campus. Mm-hmm. And um, but I went to I think my roommate was giving her roommate something, but I came along, and so and she was also there, and we met. It's a very con like confluence of events, and she looked me and looked at me and was like, "Do you want to play a princess?" <laughs> I was like. Go on. <laughs> and she was I'm interested. I'm interested. She's like, here, here's the website. She pulled up the Forest of Doors website. I can help you make a character. Look, look, here it is. Here's all the stuff you can do. And like she literally ripped her curtain down and was like, I'll make you a skirt and you can borrow my corset. And then like a weekend later I was going to a LARP. <laughs> it was me and uh my one of my floor mates. Um and her boyfriend. No, that's not correct. I'm getting my timeline messed up. <laughs> but it wasn't just me. I was going with like a group of people. Like yeah. there was a there was a couple of us. Which is good because, you know, Christine, I love her to death, but she didn't warn me that it was a war day. So war days in LARPs are generally like the grand finale of a of like a a a, a thing, <laughs> and so it was like, ah, there's a really high possibility that my princess, who doesn't really carry a weapon, I mean, she had a short sword. That's about it. Uh, might uh die because <laughs> it's supposed to be super like, um, uh, su- super dangerous at war days. She survived. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that was my introduction to LARPing. I was just kind of thrown into the deep end. Um, which, what I think is hilarious, and this is all hindsight, is the, the man who would eventually become my husband was also at that war day. But, and we were on the same, so they did a, like, a split thing where, like, half of the PCs we're doing one part of the war day and the other half were monstering for it, which monstering means that you put on like monster makeup and you are the bad guys for the PCs. You're rar. Yeah. <laughs> so then they, they would, the, they switched, you know, they switched halfway during the day and the rest of us got to be the monsters for a while. And the others got to be, play their PCs. Now I didn't realize at the time because I had no idea who he was um, he was in the same group that I was, but because he was at the front of the line <laughs> doing the fighty thing, and I was at the back of the line going, oh god, oh god, oh god, <laughs> we didn't actually meet that first game. <laughs> so, it was a kind of funny coincidence. Um, but, yeah. but yeah, after that, I was actually, um, Ray's husband asked me to come be an NPC for a parlor LARP that they did. I got to play a scary, scary true fae. Um, and then after that, the man who would eventually become my husband <laughs> asked me to play in a game with them that was a tabletop. Yeah. Yes, the Exalted game, which lasted for like seven years. <laughs> it's a really good game, guys. <laughs> really good game. But it's, you know... It's very interesting how 
I mean, personally for me, LARP has very much affected the way that my life has gone because I met my husband, um, like almost a good majority of my friends are in the LARP circle, um, and for me it's a very safe, like, place and safe people that I can be around and interact with. And I don't know if that's, you know, forged in, like, all of the character relations we have, because your characters, unless you're playing an absolute asshole, are pretty much facets of yourself. Mm -hmm. Or even... Go ahead. Even if you're an asshole, it could be your asshole part of you. Right. (laughs) But, um, and that also kind of brings into the importance of getting to know the the player outside of the character such as with after events because there were plenty of characters that my character did not like but um but they're lovely actually know the players <laughs> they're lovely people out of play <laughs> yeah you just play an asshole i played an asshole like we've been... it was actually kind of fun until it wasn't so <laughs> until it wasn't yeah um but um so yeah. What uh, what are some of the like questions? Because we haven't even gotten to like the questions that you. Or... I don't really get many actually, so um, it's just kind of a uh, how to loop somebody in regarding blockbuster Nordic games. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it touched a little on that. Like I said, well, um, so here's I know the thing: more about blockbuster than Nordic. Blockbuster uh, LARPs are interesting because there is generally. A, a very heavy um, and intense roleplay element to them. So you have to kind of be on board for that. And B, they can be very expensive. Because they are blockbuster, because they have the high production value, you have to be willing... You kind of have to be willing to go 110% if you're going for a blockbuster LARP. Yeah, like... Um... I think they start at 75 for the yeah. lower-end ones, but easily, easily go up to, like, thousands. Um, there was one that one of our friends went to. It was literally in a castle in England, and it was, like, takes place in, like, 15th century Italy. Mm-hmm. It, oh, my God. It was breathtaking, like, because they had to rent it out. It was a weekend long, but they also had, like, the food was all catered, and usually with these things, if there's food, it's catered, and that's included in the cost. Um, yes, so you you have to be yeah, <laughs> you you have to be um, willing to input that much time and energy. And for some people, it's just it might be a once in a lifetime thing. For some people, they just may not want to do that, and that's perfectly fine. There are plenty of parlor larps that you could go to. That maybe are not the same production value, but you'll get just as much out of them if you have good, you know, people to bounce off of. LARPing, and, LARPing is all about your character interaction. Yeah, it's and finding your fun. Like, I have a friend who uh, lives lives further up north, and where he is, there's not any um, buffer games. He really likes the fighting, the combat aspect of it. But what they do have is they have Amp Guard, which is more 
focused on the fighting and a little little more lighter on the role play. The role play is kind of secondary. You have a character, you have stories, but the games that me and Linda play, it's more story and character driven. Yes. Um and then there's inevitably combat situations that come after out of it. Whereas Amp Guard is a lot more uh, combat games and stuff, which is also fun. Yeah. And you get to meet a lot of people. It's not always just combat. There's like a whole like subgroup that also does like, um, there was someone who did crafting, uh, painting, uh, costuming. It's kind of, um, kind of almost reminded me of SCA. When yeah. Which is another thing. Friends also got really into, which predates. L- yeah. I feel like it predates LARPing, or at least in my perspective it does, though I do did see that LARPing was apparently started to be a thing in the late 70s, which I think is about the same time about SCA. Yeah. Um, I mean, of the two, my parents knew what SCA was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and honestly, SCA, I was exposed, because we had the salon LARPing, and then Deborah got into SCA, and then from SCA we learned about Solar, so we tried Solar, and by trying, like, we went out for a day. They were doing a three-day event, and we just monstered. I think we maybe monstered, like, three or four hours. Mm-hmm. And did not have really – personally, I did not have a great time. I was a three-foot-tall frog that needed to be killed. The site was huge, and nobody would kill me until eventually – because uh-huh. I, I was an under-level. They weren't – get much from killing me you were too cute (laughs) no 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 finally somebody who was like level 30 took pity on me and like i had 10 hit points and they hit me for like 98 it was just like okay i'm dead i'm super dead i'm so dead (laughs) i'm so dead i was like it seemed okay like people seemed like they were having fun but I didn't get to interact because I literally only got to play a monster. Yeah. When you talk about monstering, you you will play a monster. You will play whatever they need you to play. You're an NPC. So they will sometimes give you a, a talkie, like a character. It's like, oh, you're a shopkeeper or you're a traveler or you're somebody. You have a name. You have motivation. You have a thing that you're going to do. And this is why you're coming into town. And sometimes they'll just give you a monster. Like... You're a wolf. You're you're a bat. You're whatever. You're a scary thing, and they'll let you know if you like are smart or not really smart, and that's <laughs> that. Yeah. Um. So speaking, this is a random aside. Speaking of crafting, um, back when I first started playing, uh, um, Force of Doors, which is my very first LARP, my obviously my character was a princess, and I had thought that I would have enough energy and the ability to uh, make a embroidered, like, little square for every game of, like, what happened. That that fell apart after game two. I was like, nope. (laughs) But I found the first square I ever made of just the Realm of Castles... Oh, that's awesome! Holy crap! So I, I, I have a pillow of my Realm of Castles uh, embroidered. I, I filled in some of the unembroidered part with uh, 
fabric markers. Um, but I, I did find that. So I was like, oh, yay, that's, that's good memories for me. <laughs> but yeah, um, I tried really hard, but I was like, I can't do this for every game. That's too much. <laughs> Uh, I will say I definitely recommend if you're interested in LARPing and you you found a game you because the easiest thing to do well not the easiest um, how I would recommend to get if you're interested in LARPing is to literally look up like LARPing groups in your state or and you might be lucky you might be in the state that has lots of different LARPs uh, we have lots of LARPs in Georgia so many um, in Tennessee too. Um, yeah, Tennessee, Tennessee. Um, California has a ton. Texas, I think, is pretty well done. Um, but, like, there's a bunch of different places that have different LARPs. And you can, most of them have websites that you can go to and kind of look over the rules to get a feel for it. And also, usually there's a forum or a Discord or Facebook or whatever. Uh, and you can kind of reach out and... Most people are more than happy to talk to you about the game, uh, and you can start to see if you feel comfortable with it, because some games might mesh with you better than others, and that's fine. Yeah. Uh, some people like more sci-fi games, uh, some people want more fantasy games, some people want more horror, so there, there's a variety out there. And if you find one that you're really interested in, but you're nervous because you're the only one, Personally, I would recommend seeing if you can talk a friend into going with you. Yeah, take it, take a buddy with you. Yeah, because then it's somebody. Then you have somebody that you you both know each other. You can both watch out for each other, and also like hopefully you'll both have a great time together and can like bring other people if you want. Um, but that way you feel more safe and you can start to like interact more and get to know these different people and the different games. Yeah, and it's just. It's nice to have, you don't necessarily need it, especially if you know people in the game. But if it's yeah. a brand new, like, place, you, you know, brand new folks that you don't necessarily know, having someone there, it, that you automatically have a role play buddy. And you, you, it's just, it's, it's a good way to, you know, have, feel, feel safer. Not to say you're going to be in danger, but it, it Stranger danger is Stranger danger, and this is very much playing off of, you know, what what I feel about certain things. I get very nervous around new folks. Um, And I I do a real good job of hiding it now. But back... (laughs) Strangely enough, um, playing characters who had to be diplomatic and do diplomacy and such helped me um, with some of that, like, social anxiety, but I still have it. So if it's, you know, if it's, if it's a lot of new people that I don't know, you know, it, part of me still wants to do this. And I think a lot of, a lot of nerd culture, if you will, can have that social anxiety. So it's just nice to have somebody there with you. <laughs> and if you're the type who goes to conventions, um, I know locally here in Atlanta uh, we've got several games that people like have mini versions of at con- local conventions like MomoCon used to be DragonCon uh, but I'm sure DragonCon also still hosts others like DragonCon's the first time I heard of Xanadu which I never did get to check out which it was the steampunk 
one, and I was like, oh, that sounds so cool! But I already had, like, three games at that point, and I was like, I cannot fit in another game. So, but then yeah. it's a good way to, again, because they'll usually have a, and they'll go over it with you at the convention, and it's still, it's at the convention, so then it's only, like, a three-hour commitment, as opposed to a, a whole day or a whole weekend. That kind of gets your feet wet. Yeah. So, I mean, we are two very <laughs> staunch dyed in the wool LARPers. We do recommend, obviously. It's uh it's a good way to kind of interact with folks. It's a good way to kind of show off your costume skills, whether that be stuff that you have found to purchase online or stuff you've made yourself. No one's gonna judge you for it. You know, if if your costume happens to be, you know, semi-homemade. Um, <laughs> that's... Actually, most people are really excited to see how other pe- people interpret um, fashion and it, within the setting. Right. Like, that's always something that's really kind of like, oh, that's so cool. I wouldn't have thought of that. Or like, wow, that looks amazing. Where did you get it? And if you're like, I made it. Or like, holy crap, you made that? Or it's like, oh, I found it at this site. I'm like, oh, I didn't know about them. I'm going to add holy clothing or whoever it is to my list. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and it, I definitely feel that it's gotten a bit more mainstream. I mean, we've had a couple movies that you know mention LARP and several TV shows so like I feel like people know more about it and maybe it just still has that weird like it's pretend in the woods thing uh, also um, there's nothing wrong with if you have a particular like physical limitation to take keeping that in account when you go and you like I would I'm interested in this game but I I need a walking aid or I need handicap accessible like talk to them like see like the people other players and staff will be happy to let you know like what is there at that site and if that is something that can be provided or if that's something that is partially assisted with or if unfortunately it's not cuz yeah, we're that's important we're we're very lucky in that the larps that we are part of um, are very much uh, combat optional. Um, there's definitely, if you just want to be a talkie character, you can just be a talkie character. If you want to be a, I'm going to go beat up everything, you can be a go go beat up everything character. Um, they're very uh, accommodating um, to folks who may either have physical or emotional limitations when it comes to that sort of interaction. Um, oh, yeah. Um, go ahead. Oh, so um, always, always, you know, if you're not sure, check in with the plot staff or the staff members. We call them plot staff. Um, you know, just see what the community is like. When it comes to that, um, our awesome. community is very good. We're we're very happy that we've found a really good community, and this community has worked very hard to um, address broken stairs and address situations and get them resolved. Or yeah, so. <laughs> um, but also, like from an emotional standpoint, if you 
get really emotionally invested in a scene, or if it's something that triggers you or you need to step away from, let your fellow players know. Like, that's fine. You can just be like, real quick, like, I, I'm sorry, I, I need to step away, okay? I'm, and, and most people are fine. Uh, a lot of play, places, like we, at the parks that we're at, there's almost always, like, a room or two that you can find, or even your own cabin that you can go back to if you need alone time just to decompress and kind of get that out of your system. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's nothing wrong if, say, you've, like, I, I can't stay. I need to go, like, Usually, then yeah. you just let staff know you'll be fine. I had it's again. We've talked about this before. It's called character bleed. When it, it's you know you are trying to be this character, but it's also you. So if it's a very emotional thing, it'll kind of bleed into your own um, consciousness and start affecting you. I had one of these recently. Um, I was not expecting it to be so intense of a character bleed, but I literally was like. I'm feeling really terrible. I'm going to go into the kitchen and bake dessert. And I, they let me go into the kitchen and bake dessert, and I felt better. <laughs> so I just apparently needed sugar therapy or baking therapy. Um, but it's, you know, it, you never really know what's going to kind of um, get into your head, if, if you will, uh, with certain scenes. Um, so... A good LARPing community will be accommodating for that. Um, our community has a check-in system. If it's a super intense scene, you know, you're going at it, you're, you're yelling or whatever, you always, you can do this, and then the other player can go, I'm okay, I'm oh, not really okay, okay, I'm not good, <laughs> and then you can switch accordingly, yeah, or yeah. I'm leaving, I'm out. <laughs> so, just... Um, if you are, you know, concerned about that, just, like I said, check in with them, see if they have that kind of system in place. A lot of games now, um, have, you know, that kind of, I'm not good with this anymore. It's, it's, uh, for tabletops, it's kind of, it's called the X card. Um, for some of them, it's called the X card where you're just like, if you're in the middle of something, you can just literally has a card with an X on it. You're like, nope can't deal with this right now. And then it's up to the other players and the GM to pivot um, because player mental health uh, should be, you know, the top priority instead of, you know, whatever story you're telling. We're doing this all to have a good time and to share experiences together. Nobody wants you to be actually hurt physically, mentally, emotionally. Nobody wants that. So... You can always do that. There's also, um, that kind of like dovetail into what we do abstract in our boffer games, which is uh, physical affection can be abstracted because adults, and we're role playing, and sometimes adult situations between consenting characters come up. So there are different ways that that is abstracted out. And some LARPs have like a Ars Armandi system where you can basically like do hand touching to kind of signify that there is a there's some sexual going on over there some people like will go off into a room and just like mess each other's hair up for a bit <laughs> like for five minutes and come back out uh it's just that again is an importance of using 
uh, a checking system to make sure that you're good with it, make sure all parties are good with this, with their character, and then how you want to, if that is still something you want to go into, how do you want to abstract it? You want to do ours? You just want to be like, my character initiates sex and sex happens and that's it. And that's it. And there's just a fade to black, nothing else. Perfectly fine. So again, communication is very important and it can open a lot of opportunities. Uh, the After the end, I played a... Um, a sex worker. Uh, I was in a spoon. <laughs> I loved it. The character was super fun. I got to be super flirty. And there were lots of times where sometimes people wanted to opt into that role play option. And sometimes people were just like, no. And I'm like, cool. Like, that's all you ever had to say. It's like, I had one character that was just like, uh, he, he was like out of play. Like I am married. I am not comfortable with this at all. I'm like, cool. Sorry step away nothing else and like our characters didn't really become friends because, <laughs> but uh, we were friendly i should say but not and it was just a not best buds but definitely you're still a member of town and it was like we could talk and we still had like character growth together which was awesome and then like later on my character did have like an actual love interest and the whole like your job makes me feel very uncomfortable. And I'm like, well, <laughs> it just turned into a lot of fun. Moulin Rouge, anyone? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so much fun. I loved it. So uh. good. But it's like, and with all of that, though, there was still a lot of check-ins. And like, is this okay? Do you want to go this avenue? Or do we need to, like, into a different, like, veer off and like not worry about this aspect of the RP is like no I'm here for it or like okay cool <laughs> I feel like that should be the pylon LARPing communication is key communication is key <laughs> like anything so so um, in in conclusion <laughs> we're gonna we, we're gonna probably uh, wrap up here um, we really enjoy the hobby it can be expensive. It, it can be, you know, emotionally taxing, but it's really fun. It's a good outlet for a lot of creative energy um, and for a lot of, you know, interactions with uh, your friends um, and just a lot of giggling, like a lot of, of <laughs> it can be like super emotional and deep and whatever, but there's also the 2 a.m. It's silly o'clock and we're half in and a half out of play and we're just laughing at things that have happened or, that are or the silly. the general overabundance abuse of puns mm -hmm. um, <laughs> or just random asides. It's it's fun. Uh, I personally, I obviously I recommend it. I got I've looped so many of my friends into this quote yet another expensive hobby since i used to loop them into anime so yeah for girls from anime and conventions to larping so <laughs> oh. but um yeah it's a great way to meet new friends um like i met linda at her first game yeah, she came up to me and was like, hey, I know Realm of Castles people are really against magic, but you're going to die if I don't help you with this, so <laughs> please, please let me help you. Oh, uh, Ember was like, hobby or lifestyle? It depends. 
both. But, you do um, both. As the majority of the mess behind me is literally from LARPing. <sighs> don't, uh, I don't even want to. I can see it in my camera. But I don't even want to look at it. But yeah. Yeah. Like, like that, <laughs> that hat. The floofies down here are part of like a headdress I made. Um, I bought fabric, which is over there to make a dress for another character. Like, yeah, that's that's a thing. Used to like learn new art hobbies. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I learned how to sew for costuming, uh, for for larping. <laughs> my very first needlepoint. Uh, the, the first cross stitch. Yeah, like I, I said, like when I showed this off, this was this was for a LARP. This the, the, that I made. This is like one of the first, literally one of the first things I made for a LARP. Was that little I love pillow my mushroom hat? I'm very proud of it. I'm gonna make <laughs> yeah. another version of it. It's it makes me so happy, guys. <laughs> oh, you're so adorable. Also, also <laughs> it was very bright and sunny and and rainy, and it was perfect because I waterproofed it, but. <laughs> You had your mushroom uh, hat. I had my parasol. Yeah. It's all uh, good. You can, <laughs> it's definitely a hobby, but it can easily become a lifestyle. Like, it can easily take over. Like, I've got two games. One is eight games a year. One is four games a year. And then occasionally within that, we will maybe do a blockbuster or two or just, like, check out some other local games or a salon game or two. So... I feel like for us, it's definitely more of a lifestyle. Yeah, I've, I've I've had to cap. Like, I can do other, like, online roleplay or tabletops, but two LARPs, like, yeah. ongoing. Two ongoing LARPs is my cap. Um, I, I, but singular, singular ones I could probably squeeze in every now and then. Yeah, I'm actually have cut, I'm cutting back on a lot of my LARPing, so... <laughs> <laughs> but I do recommend you can make make some really great friends. You can learn about other games and other like not just like other LARP games, like role playing games, tabletop games, card games, video games. There's like a whole subgroup of us that are obsessed with Dragon Age, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's it's delightful. Uh, it's a nice way to meet other nerdy, geeky dorky type of people um there's like another group of us that will exchange like anime talk so yeah it's uh i said i approve i approve <laughs> i'm about to say like a bunch like are also like super into like mandalorian which is not my bag but it's totally fine so because there's like there's something for everybody like as soon as you get to talk to the people you just learn how much more you guys have in common, and you make all these new friends all across the country. It's yes. super fun. Some of the people, so because one of our games, ATE, is only four times a year, we have folks that fly in. We have someone who lives in California who comes Which to we, our game in, in Tennessee. We have somebody who lives in Japan and flies over. Yeah. I did not know that until literally... Like, yeah, I, sorry, like, Japan. Not he, he had to stop in California. Yeah, I was, we have somebody else who's, like, in Seattle. We've got a bunch of people, like, all across. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. So, international friends. Um, <laughs> this, just, this just reminds me of uh, when we were doing our, um, like, years ago, we were doing our 24-hour... Uh, 
extra life thing uh, when we were doing that uh, the game that the one shot I I wrote, and somebody from Germany was just listening in because they were like, "Hey, you're live!" and it's like you know, it wasn't three a.m. for them; it was three a.m. for us. But yeah. <laughs> that was really cool. I always find that super the interconnectivity super cool. So um, we both started LARPing in college. We both meet lifelong friends in college. Hmm. Hmm. Lifelong friends through LARPing? Lifelong friends through LARPing. I like it. I can see that. <laughs> I can see that. All right. So hold on. Let me get my, my notes here. There we go. <laughs> Remember, folks, we're wrapping up now. You can always come watch us record live at twitch.tv slash geekgrills on most Monday evenings. Um, we're going to, you know, have our production meeting next week. So not none next week, but soon more. <laughs> uh, I've gone off script completely. Um, but we generally uh, record at 5 p.m. Uh, Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, and we'll let you know what we're doing. But, oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, I forgot. There's like the whole. Ta- I thought we were doing Lucy Goosey. And Here, so you know what? Like, it's fine. Yeah. I'll do it. In addition to the subs and bits, we get on Twitch. We're supported by our amazing patrons, greatest girlfriends on the internet. You can become a patron at Patreon.com/slash/grills. If you have Amazon Prime, you can sub to us for free every month on Twitch. And another way to show your support is by leaving us a review. You can do so on any of your podcast catchers. You can check out what topics we're going to do in the next month on our schedule below. On our Twitch page, when we get it figured out at our production meeting. Um, and if you're a patron, you can always suggest a topic for us. We'll do it, and we would love to hear your ideas. So, where can we find you on the interwebs? Ray? You can find me, in theory, on Instagram, though I haven't been on at all this year. Uh, Doppeldame. Um, You've been busy. I'm... You're also going to move soon. <laughs> <laughs> This is why I've cut it back on like all the things. You can find yes. Uh, You can find Ember. Oh well, I was gonna tell Ember first. You can find Ember at nine of twelve at nine of twelve dot com. It's got all her stuff on there. You can find me on Instagram under the name Madcap underscore Misc. That's M I S C. You can check out my website at madcapm.com. I keep making noise that I'm gonna change it around. I might actually get around to doing that soon. (laughs) So Thanks for listening to this slightly off-script version of our podcast this week, everyone. Good game! You you have learned a little bit more about LARPing if you had questions. And we'll be happy to answer if you still have questions. Good game! (laughs) GG! GG! Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. (laughs)